Transmitting to you from Old Heart Radio. Well, my dear friends, I believe this is an episode of Matinee Edition. Oh, I'm trying to start it. <laughs> I always got to start with a little Ooh. gurgle, you know, a little something to clear Ooh. the palate. Yeah. Jen uh, really, really clears the palate. Jen <laughs> really clears the palate. Uh, I'm, you know, got to say, well, this is episode 42. It's been a long time coming. Oh yeah, Love we definitely didn't record this episode last week, and then oh my god, have no. technical issues. Listen, listen, dear hot dogs, I know you're out there. Matinee editions, you know, it's been through through the ringer. All right, <laughs> like it's been like I've dealt with all my life shit. Now I'm kind of getting a little settled again, so it's like starting to look clear on my end. Oh yeah, podcasting up and running. There, it's a beautiful sunrise on the horizon. Yes, but then like. A couple, like we've tried to record this episode, I think like twice, realistically. Yeah. And both it's times, one of the, like it's the one first those times, time. just like <laughs> Zoom, it's perfect for some things. Yeah, dude. But sometimes recording audio just doesn't work. Yeah, it really, like, you know, it's it, it's nice for what it is, I guess. Maybe, maybe we'll have to have a like a socially distant recording session, get a get a screen, get like a plexiglass <laughs> like wall between <laughs> us or something. One of us will have to go into a plastic bubble. Okay, I can do that. <laughs> no i mean like seriously though like it's this this is this distance recording the more we do it the more i'm like how long do we have to do this i know uh either way though that's not the shit we're talking about okay i think lucas is trying to get me off topic we're here to we're here to talk about bullshit and film you know bullshit and film and whatever is entertaining so i have um I have a piece of news. We're going to start off with the with the rumor mill this week. Ooh, yes, churn so, it out. Churn. Oh yeah, we got to churn out the rumors once a week. <laughs> uh, so as we've talked about in the uh, lost episodes, that's what I'm going to call them. Uh, the, the legend lost of episodes. the legend of Korra is coming to Netflix. But yes. there's other news. You should watch the legend of Korra because it is really good, dear listener. But in bigger news, in my opinion, uh, the Avatar live-action series has lost the, the original creators. Yeah. And they cited creative differences. Yeah. It sounds like Shyamalan all over again. Very troubling. I, I saw that news also, and it just, it immediately, for me, my my, my like immediate reaction was just like, not interested anymore. Like, yeah. I'm ready to write it off. And like, that's because we've been burned before. Yeah. They they did leave it pretty gracefully. They said that they had faith in the people making it that they put in place. So like I'm I'm willing to be like if it comes out and if the trailers look decent, I'll check it out. Yeah, for sure. I mean, like either way, I'm gonna check it out. I know. Well, that. Yeah. Like I'm a sucker for that. Like, uh, but it just yeah. I mean, it's just troubling news, especially the idea of creative differences. Yeah, because it's, it's, like, it's it sounds like some of the it sounds like the reporting that led to some of the shit like the TV shit shows that we've seen before. Yeah, uh, I think 
one of the creators I saw, I saw like said roughly that roughly this it has potential to be good but whatever version ends up on screen it will not be what Brian and I had envisioned or intended to make yeah and that I was like I was like that sounds like a pretty harsh like statement yeah. like it sounds like he's dancing around a like a harsh statement yeah it sounds like it sounds like they could be an at like he could have been an asshole about this and been like really condemning to the to Netflix but chose not to be one of the things that i'm really like looking for in this series is uh is to see if the choreography is uh i don't know this looks at least as legit as like they made the animated series <laughs> yeah well the anim- all like all the bending moves even in the animated series are very strongly based around different kinds of martial arts well, so that's, that's what i mean like i really hope that they kind of nail that aspect of the bending I do think like the CGI is here now. It wasn't there in 2010. And just yeah. like rewatching some clips where it's a bunch of earthbenders fucking going ham and there's a little rock floating across the screen. It's just like, it doesn't look good then. I think it could work now. Like, I think it could be fine. Word. I will say this is, this is something else I heard on that note though, is that the creators have had, they personally, I, I think this is, a, this was a separate statement they made was that their interest in the brand or in the avatar like property mm-hmm. because of the because people have been so excited about it lately they want to make something else still in the universe. Oh dope. I would be down with that. Yeah. What I immediately thought was like please make a Kyoshi series or just make an avatar season 4. Like yeah. Like I'm like, reading some I'm reading the graphic novel right now that <laughs> immediately yeah. follows up the animated series and I'm like just animate that shit. Dude. I'd be more than happy. Well, exactly. And like that, that's, I mean, like really, I think that's what fans have wanted. I'm not knocking Legend of Korra because in its own yeah. right, it's really cool. Um, but it's different. And, and again, yeah, it's different. But what fans have really wanted is a continuation of the Aang yeah. story. Like, and I, from I mean, where, from where it left off, really. Because, yeah. because like, it was, it was never, I think, I did, I don't think it overstayed its welcome. Yeah, which is perfect. I'm okay with something like ending. Yeah. That's that's sure. why I wouldn't be surprised if they're like, we're gonna do a different avatar. Like we're gonna do we're gonna either go back or we're gonna go another one past Korra. I think it would be really interesting to do a past avatar now that yeah. we've done like a you know one one forward, do well, I mean, one or dude, two back. You know? The inner the internet and like <laughs> they've all we like everybody's fallen in love with the little bits of Avatar Kiyoshi we've seen. Oh yeah. Like all the fucking memes are hilarious. Dude. A Kiyoshi, I mean, a Kiyoshi uh, series would be fucking dope. No yeah. Doubt. Yeah. I mean, maybe they, they could even frame it as like Suki telling Sokka a story of the history, you know? There you go. You can continue to beat the misogyny out of Sokka. <laughs> <laughs> that Great character. Where he, where he learns to fight like a Kiyoshi warrior. He's like, where were the men that, that captured us? Like, the dude's the dinkiest, like, worst fighter so far but maybe not like the worst worst no. but like he ain't he ain't great and he you has know, the it, gall it, to tell these 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 ladies who can kick his ass like 10 times over dude it was pretty funny like him in the first episode when the fire nation cruises up oh and my he's God. he's like in the war paint i'm like this kid's gonna be a fucking badass and zuko just kicks him like yeah. in, straight in the face and 
was like, oh yeah, he's out of his depth. Yeah, like I was embarrassed for for the character in that moment, like so hard. You're just like, oh fuck, he's. But like initially in the series, I was he's like, oh, this dude's a sexist asshole. But <laughs> but then he ended up growing, and he had a really good character arc. But like, yeah, which that being I love about that show. Yeah. All the characters have solid character arcs. Yeah, everything is very deliberate. Everything is very precise. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I got this other like random bit I want yeah. to throw out here in the in the the, the rumor news. Uh, did you know that the New Mutants is still technically coming out? Yeah, I saw I saw a trailer for it while I was watching the Agents of Shield finale. We'll talk about that later. Um, but um, yeah, I was like, oh, that's coming out in August now. So <laughs> it's coming so out in a few what? days. So what the fuck is the deal here? I just want to like talk about this. It's, for a it's coming to theaters. Really, that's what I mean. Like that's that's what I want to talk about. Like I saw AMC's really, opening in like a few days. I'm not interested right now. Still in going to the theater. Uh, and I, I really want New Mutants to gross like five grand. Well, then here's my here's my theory. So they know it's gonna tank anyway because it's been yeah. such a shit fucking movie. It looks like it doesn't. Okay, it doesn't like it looks like it's gotten progressively a little better. I'll give it that. Yeah. But it doesn't look like it's gonna be. Well, it looks like the Conjuring with an X Men skin on it. Yeah, I just, I just don't think it like it looks like PG thirteen horror doesn't really have a point. We've and we've talked shit about it like a, a lot, uh, but I think this is an excuse for it to do bad by like yeah. having that be like the like an opening movie when theaters open back up, dude. Like, and I mean, like, whatever, dude. Numbers are gonna be shitty anyway. It won't look that embarrassing. We're and then also they can just like from a business perspective. That's a tax deductible right there. If that thing sinks, dude, fucking bastards. Fucking <laughs> bastards. But I mean, at the same time, if that thing was just sitting off to the side, why not throw it out there? Well, yeah. I mean, that I don't. I don't agree. I just. I really think they should just throw it up on streaming. I know. Course, like they're doing like, with Mulan. Yeah. Okay. Although I wouldn't pay thirty dollars for New Mutants. That has gotten so much, so much heat. Like, yeah. It's. Uh, we've we've been debating it in my household. Like we've been talking about like, <laughs> like well, like okay. Well, it's like if it's like a thirty dollar fee. Yeah, yeah. Like a. I haven't read it much. Do you know if it's like a one time purchase and you get one time. the movie? One time. Or is it or is it just like a rental? It's a one time purchase, to my knowledge. Okay. Do you think so? Like, do you like it's like? Do you think you get like you get actually you're just buying the yeah. movie then? Like, like you get access to it on Disney Plus. Because that is my question. It's like it's like and how long even, does that last? Like I validated it to myself for like if I'm gonna watch a movie with my girlfriend, mm-hmm. we're gonna go to the movies like ten twelve dollars ticket unless we're going on like one of the special days. Then I get popcorn fucking every time because oh, I'm yeah. an animal and. Popcorn fiend, same here, man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I mean, like that's thirty bucks. Oh, for sure, dude. It's mo- let's be real. Modern theater prices terrible. <laughs> hey, dude, you're look. You're lucky if you pay thirty bucks. Oh yeah, to get, to get all all your little goodies and your movie ticket and like yeah. all that shit. We, so, I, I remember. I remember going price when we, tag, as long as you get the movie. I was just like, if it's gonna be a fucking rental, like like some others have been, like the Invisible Man was. Yeah. Like, like, fuck that. Yeah, fuck that. For 30 bucks? Hell like, no. That I disagree with because it's like, yeah, I'm not going to the theater. You know what I mean? Yeah. Anyway, this I'm, I'm a little more interested in. I finally watched the trailer for Mulan. Dude, Ming-Na Wen has to have a cameo. I hope so. Uh, but actually, because you know, she, pretty... she voiced Mulan. You yeah, know that, right? Of course, okay, of course. sweet, sweet. Of, of course I did. <laughs> taste <laughs> i have taste um but but it does actually look like it might be really cool i i i just 
I don't, I'm not interested in those like Disney live action, like direct remakes, like the Lion King. Yeah. The Lion King bored the fuck out of me. And I know that's well, a controversial be, be, statement. But it's, it's <laughs> I, I think most people agree with you. I feel like I Lion so. King, Lion King and Aladdin were just blah. Yeah. Aladdin also, Aladdin had a lot of potential and they didn't fucking, they didn't, they didn't here's, see here's my, here's my thing with the Lion King is like the original one, the charm comes from the characters. You can yeah. understand their expressions because it's animated. Mm-hmm. Photo, you can't relate to the face of a photorealistic lion. It's a little more difficult, for sure. And, a little. And, and, <laughs> and, and, you know, one of the other things like about it is that it's just like, I don't know. Like, for me, there is just so much... Uh, detail that goes into those and those old animated movies, and yeah. there's, there's so much like there's a lot of really nostalgic like charm. What I call art, and and like that that gets poured into those movies, and yeah, and the brilliance of like how uh, it turned out and how it looked was because of like the you know imagination of those artists, and like just yeah. to see like you know a bunch of animals as they are like but singing yeah. shit it, it doesn't make sense to me it's anyway like mulan well. looks kind of fucking interesting though well so i've we'll have to talk oh, about that when it comes out we will i have one more thing for the rumor mill turn um, it out Wait, i gotta get like something to, some one. sort of churn sound um <laughs> uh, the i have uh one more thing uh yeah. spider-man 3 is supposed oh. to be called spider-man homesick yeah dude i saw that good call. dumb name I don't understand it. Like, well, he's going to be on the run. Yeah, I thought of that. He's going to be on the run, so he's going to be missing home. But like, it's a bit too easy for me. Like, yeah, that's it's. Yeah. I don't know. I thought it was a little. It was a little corny. Yeah, it's a bit corny. I think they're. Really, I don't know. They're really just obviously trying to keep it in that wheelhouse of like home something. Yeah, I have nothing else to say about it. So <laughs> let's move. Let's move on. <laughs> let's move on to our uh, next segment here. Fair so we, we we are doing our little TV show of the week segment That's that we right. want to do. We're going to watch a couple episodes of something, talk about it. Exactly. Next Dude, week, we're going to talk Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. because that um, just wrapped up. Yeah, and that'll probably take most of the episode next week. Just a oh, yeah. heads up, hot dogs. Probably. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, such a lack of content coming out, uh, you know, in high velocity as, as we're normally used to. We might as well go through and actually get a chance to talk about like some of our favorite series or some of yeah. our, you know, like favorite movies or whatever. So this, uh, yeah, we decided, you know, start out with Breaking Bad. Hell yeah. Uh, I mean, why not? Like one of the juiciest fucking TV shows to come oh, yeah. out in the what last. What up, Biatch? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, like, so you know, we uh, we pop, you know, we decided to you know watch episodes one and two. Oh yeah, dude. Um, season one of Breaking Bad yeah. is sort of iffy at some points. Mm-hmm. But these first two episodes, I was like, God, oh, it's like it, it's like, oh, it's so fucking good, <laughs> right Dude. off the start. Well, yeah, yeah, I, I mean, I agree. Like the the weight of the show immediately drops on you. Yeah, and like and like that first episode, especially, I mean, like the second episode is a whole different beast. Yeah, the, that first episode, like it's aside from starting off with Walter White in his underwear. Which yeah, you know, classic which, Breaking Bad. I actually think is a great way to start the show because it makes you like question, like, what the fuck has been happening? Like, what what is missing? Exactly. It immediately wraps you into like that mindset of like, oh shit, what is going on in this show? Hey man. But but 
his like his life is oh. just immediately bleak. Dude, we were you know talking I mean? we were like, talking about like before we started recording, we were talking about how like sometimes America can sort of seem like oh. this soul crushing oh, yes. weight of the world on our shoulders. Talk and to Walter White. <laughs> dude, he is so depressed. He's yes. so disappointed with his life. And it's yeah. it is just like the embodiment of like mediocrity on a daily basis. Yeah, dude. And like my God, like, I mean, and then the, the, the news of him getting cancer, of like having cancer, like hits him. And the only thing that the, the brilliance of this whole like part scene in the, in the first episode is, is, is him focusing in on the dude's mustard stain. And he like, yeah. you know, you know, you don't even have to hear the doctor telling him that he has cancer. You just know that that's what's going on. Yeah. Based on like the situation. Oh yeah, and and then all you just all you have all he has to say afterward is that, like you you have a stain on your shirt, and you're like, dude, this guy doesn't give a fuck anymore. <laughs> like, yeah. He's, like you like watch him snap. Exactly. It's great. And I, what one thing that I want to just like point out here is that like the first these first couple episodes, I was like, oh yeah, Breaking Bad is funny. <laughs> like, oh, it's. It, it has a bite like, to it, man. Dude, it like it's so dark and so bleak, but it's not completely humorless, which is one of the reasons I think this show is so timeless and is so highly regarded. It's it's yeah. not super sad and dreary all the time. It is when it has to be. Oh, yeah, for sure. And 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 you know, I mean, we'll talk about it as we go, but that that holds through the series like so oh, yeah. well and 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 it has its highs lows and it has these like it, it's it's like it, i don't know it, it has just like an interesting humor like you said all, all, yeah. all throughout and uh a lot of that comes through the character of jesse fuck yeah dude jesse's one of my <laughs> jesse's one of my favorite characters in anything dude like uh, yeah I would, same thing I with would walter say, white i would say pinkman will go down as like an iconic character Oh, totally. You know, like, I mean, probably more so thing. than Walter White. I think so too. Yeah. I, I think his his character is just like so pained, and it's and as you go on in the series, and that's why I'm excited to rewatch it. It's just like he's so confined where he is, and he's like been yeah. fucked over one way or another, whether it's by himself or by other people not having yeah. faith in him. Yeah, it's like. <laughs> That's like, the hardest it, thing to watch. It's just like people yeah. just don't give him a chance to like do do it. anything. You yeah. know what I mean? It's yeah. I mean, like, what sucks about Breaking Bad is you're just like, oh well, this almost feels like it could be real. Like yeah. there's there's a there's a level of groundedness at least initially. Yeah. You're just like if someone was desperate enough and they knew how to cook math. Yeah, I would say would like do it. most of that first episode falls into that like that like wow this could be like a real tragic story yeah and and, if you, and, and, it, and that like that that makes me a little sad on that front because you're just yeah. like damn dude this is like almost too believable dude and, and, and like you know, there's like, shit the, that happened like that in like in news stories like i found a news story where it was like a dude whose actual name was walter white nice. from north dakota had a crooked lawyer on his side and was cooking meth like boom and I was just like, motherfucker, like, it's not that far off. Like, it's, like it is a TV show. So it's like, it is a TV show. So there are these absurd moments like him sure. driving the RV with his pants off. 
Yeah. But like, like what we were saying with the mustard stain stuff where it's him breaking down the end of the first episode, it's like, Oh, like there's nothing that's going to fucking stop him. He's he's ready to kill himself. He has nothing else to live for. Yeah. Like, I think that's one of the most, that cut at the beginning of the episode with him pointing the gun away. And then you get to that moment expecting him to shoot whatever's coming. And then he turns it on himself. It's like, fuck. Yeah. It's such a strong character defining moment. Yeah, for 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 sure. Uh, I think what we were yeah. taught, what we were saying with Avatar and character development, it's like Breaking Bad is one of those shows that's also fucking king in that yeah. department. Uh, I want to throw out this. This was another show like X Files that was yeah. really honed by Vince uh, Gilligan. Vince Gilligan's a fucking genius, man. Fucking genius. Um, okay, but real quick, let's also talk about episode two. Yeah. Uh, just because episode two, it, it kind of like drags you into that more. Like, it continues to to have you know that like that heaviness from the first episode. Yeah, but totally. It's mixed with uh, it stretches your like uh, willful suspension of disbelief in a way. Yeah, totally. Because it be immediately becomes like there's like a hostage situation technically. Yeah. Uh, you know, like uh, they're basically they flip a coin at one point to figure out who they're like who gets who has to kill you know uh what's yeah. his fucking name and who i know you're talking about you know what i mean like it's, yeah, it yeah. becomes immediately like like a dark episode yeah and in this like very like it it, it just goes straight it just nose dives into the dark like and just like oh yeah totally which this it, show does so like so much yeah. yeah well exactly dude and this is just like the one of the first times it does ever for you you know yeah. well, i mean this is that first episode where it's like a very realistic uh tragedy and yeah then there's and then there's this where it's just like the ramifications shit. of <laughs> that tragedy yeah <laughs> for sure uh and then it, and not to mention the gore waterfall like at the oh god this episode which, which i also want to throw this out here like <laughs> one of my favorite things about breaking bad is the camera work oh yeah and we're i get we're not there yet, but some of the crazy shit they do with like the glass floors and stuff and some of that cinematography. Oh, it's yes. gorgeous, which we'll see in the next episode. But fuck yeah, dude. Fuck yeah. It's just like it's to such a high level of quality. And I feel like Breaking Bad, Game of Thrones, and a few other TV shows really they set the stage for TV turning into a medium to be taken seriously alongside film. Oh, absolutely. Where TV absolutely. wasn't just sitcoms anymore, you know? Yeah, it felt like a period of time like the crown jewel of television was Modern Family, you know. <laughs> well, dude, like AMC uh, for a hot second was pioneering a lot of like that. You know, totally. you're talking about you're talking about Breaking Bad, Mad Men, Walking yep. Dead, like Boardwalk Empire. <laughs> Wait, that was HBO. <laughs> what was it? Yeah. Oh well, fuck uh, me then. Uh, that was that was the successor to The Sopranos. Yeah. They they were trying to fill that gangster get that gangster boy. Totally. Um, like and then like the wire. So was the wire on the wire AMC as well? A, the wire was HBO. And, HBO. And, okay. Well, shit. Yeah. I mean that's a whole other set. Uh, but 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 Breaking Bad. I mean, if we're talking about cable television, like Breaking doesn't get Bad much better. Was one like one of those shows? Like I couldn't believe the amount of like blood I saw on Breaking Bad the first time I saw it on yeah. TV. You know what I mean? Like especially that, especially the bathtub, especially the bathtub that got me. Um, yeah, but 
yeah i mean like the first couple episodes here really like immediately dive you into the character yep. the characters uh and it gives you enough of each character exactly that like you that you want to like you know it gives you that 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 taste yeah. you just want to keep coming back for more like which, hank's which, a macho which, asshole <laughs> he's got a, he's got an he's got an angsty son that dude plays like the same hank the guy that plays hank i have to i can't i don't know his name i'm not gonna look it up classic jared uh but he plays that same character and just saw every time show he does. I will say, and we will get there as the show goes on, but I think it's Hank has a phenomenal arc through Breaking Bad. I, like, I agree. I asked, like, it hits a point where, like, Walter, like, all, all the characters, excluding, like, one of them, has a meaningful arc and you keep going and it branches off in dressing ways. So I'm excited to see. Sweet. Technical difficulties cut off at the end. <laughs> <laughs> grand scheme of things breaking bad's awesome we're excited to watch a little for sure You're very excited uh we also have been trying to fit in a movie of the week just yeah. you know for viewing pleasure and whatnot what did we yeah. watch this week lucas so uh, my recommendation because you recommended breaking bad i said okay first three weeks you're gonna watch some mission impossible movies even listen, though you hate Tom Cruise, listen, I, I can, I'll, I'll, for you, for you and the podcast and the hot dogs, I'll, tr- I'll stomach it. So we don't need to watch one, two, and three because they are completely disconnected. No. But four, so we start at four, which is Ghost Protocol, and it's arguably the most disconnected from the ones you're going to watch. How Fair. do you feel about it? Let's just, let's just, let's just throw you into it. Throw me into the fire. Okay, so yeah. I'm going to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. I it was like mediocre in my opinion, and I, yeah. I mean Tom Cruise plays like a seventy-five to eighty percent part in that. I'm gonna say that right yeah. now, uh, <laughs> like because he's just I just think he's a shit actor. Like I think I, I, like, I, every I, time I see a scene with him, I just think about how he's just like this massive Scientology creep who just like does these movies he just wants to be like he personally not his character what's ethan hunt ethan ethan hunt yeah uh tom cruise himself wants to be the american version of james bond and and that's what he wants to be remembered well he wants to be the american version of james bond and jackie chan combined and i just can't stand it but if you take tom cruise out of that equation and like just put somebody else's face on it like while he's doing the stunts yes actually kind of a legit movie so like so I, and that's that's like, where i'm coming at you with so i wanted to like throw this out i want I just just in the interest of transparency i also recommended the wrong number for you i should have said the name because <laughs> i i meant for you to start at rogue nation which is the fifth one but i accidentally said watch mission impossible 4 which is ghost protocol ghost, okay well and like as like an action movie it it's it has like it's a, a well executed film it has a really good pace to it and yeah. Like, like I said, aside from my Tom Cruise issues, uh, like I like the cast. Like I love Simon yeah. Pegg. Uh, Simon Pegg is Jer- a gift. Jeremy Renner was was really nice in there. And, yeah. Like, so Jeremy Renner came in in this one. This was his first movie in I was wondering the that. Mission Impossible franchise, and he was supposed to take over for Tom Cruise, but Tom oh, Cruise refused to retire. This is what I mean about that man. Like I don't. I know that's <laughs> sort of infuriating. <laughs> like, but then. Renner yeah. would have been a, such a Renner would be such a great successor. He's perfect for that. He's yeah. actually like he. <laughs> I would argue that he is just as, if not slightly, more charismatic than Tom Cruise. Yeah. But 
Yeah, he's not a Scientologist, so at a plus. But at plus. <laughs> he um like I just feel I, I feel like this weird nostalgia for this movie because I watched it. it there's a huge gap between these films too. Like there's like when, four years in between when, each release. When when did you first watch this movie? Dude, like when I was like twelve. So okay. that that makes sense. I mean, like I'm 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 trying to grasp because like I definitely have nostalgia for movies, obviously. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but we're we're ten years apart for the for the viewers. Yeah, and and so listeners. it's just like it's just like, I like to get that gauge sometimes. Like I understand that for sure. Yeah. You know, I had flashbacks to like when I started watching this, the Ghost Protocol. I had flashbacks to when I would see like advertisements for Mission Impossible Two, and how yeah. like Tom Cruise's long hair was supposed to be like the coolest such, fucking thing. Dude, <laughs> and Mission Impossible Two is such hot garbage too. And and it made me appreciate that they decided to move the focus on the like actually like cool stunts and well executed yeah. uh you know plot like plot lines and stuff like that there's um so. yeah and i mean like watching watching this film it has like some fucking phenomenal practical stunt work like the burj khalifa scene oh yeah well yeah dude like seriously that's what i mean like that shit kind of blew my mind i will say that <laughs> yeah it's pretty insane that they let tom cruise do that and well, like yeah which Hey, we should have thrown this in the rumor mill. Um, Tom Cruise and Elon Musk got a hundred million dollars from Universal to make a film in space. I, I, you're right. We should have brought that up. <laughs> Craig, Craig, <laughs> churn it out. <laughs> There's not really much to talk about there. Anyway, anyway, asked. yeah. But uh, Mr. Musk, like, <laughs> it's it like this movie sets up what they've continued to elaborate on in the next couple. Well, okay. Guessing by the next title, Rogue Nation. I'm taking yeah. it. So Rogue Nation. That kind of that you know, I mean, in uh, in in Ghost Protocol, Ghost Protocol's initiated, and yeah. the I what is it? I can't remember. It's IMF. IMF, the Impossible yeah. Mission Force. <laughs> this is what I mean, though. Like, I like it's so <laughs> dumb, man. It's, like, anyway, so but they they get disavowed. Like the entire yeah. organization gets. Dude, disavowed. they get disavowed like every other movie, though. That's what I was thinking. I was like, I'm sure I've heard that before. Where yeah. <laughs> It's either Hun gets disavowed or the entire organization gets disavowed. So, so it's up to like Ethan Hunt and and his his crew yeah, to yeah. like his motley crew. Yeah, to like stop you know the terrorists and all that shit. Yeah, uh, but yeah, I was like, uh, it's like so so that obviously sets up perhaps like them operating rogue uh, in a. Sort of rogue capacity. Rogue Rogue Nation came out. There was a string of films that happened. They all came out right around the same time. They were all dealing with like splinter factions of like a good guy group. Okay. So Rogue Nation came out the same year as The Winter Soldier. Oh, interesting. And they both share the fact that there's like the Rogue Nation is essentially Hydra in the in the uh, okay IMF. It's there was like a there was like a string of like uh, of like insiders yeah and there was like or was like main group versus like big member of their team whether it was like transformers like optimus prime is evil for one movie yeah or like vin diesel's evil evil in one movie (laughs) even fast and furious did it (laughs) bucky's evil for a movie it's just like it's it's funny it's funny that there's just this weird trend and mission impossible does it and i feel like ghost protocol is a good movie Mm mm-hmm uh rogue nation is a better movie nice and rogue nation sets you up for fallout which in my opinion is going to be a classic it's so well executed and like especially with rogue nation and more so fallout 
they bring in other faces that are super charismatic, like in Fallout, Henry Cavill. Oh, yeah, yeah, fair. And he steals the fucking show, and he, like, takes over that movie and makes up for the lack of charisma that is Tom Cruise. That's all I'm asking for in these movies at the moment. Like, if They're just a lot of have, fun. If they have to have Tom Cruise in there, at least put in, like, a cast, surrounding cast yeah. that, like, makes up for his lack of, like you know being a yeah. human being like they really start like henry cavill shows up they use him really well they keep using simon Pegg really well like Vin, i love simon Pegg, man like, vin vin rames is still his usual is he self still floating around the series dude he becomes a series regular <laughs> hell yeah two thumbs uh sweet well i'm uh you know i'm it's 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 long overdue that i've like dug into these and actually yeah. you know like witnessed what i like what i talk shit about on a regular basis (laughs) and like it's one of those things of like they're they well deserve their shit but tom cruise i'll give it that i'll I'll give you this protocol i'll say tom cruise still deserves all the shit but maybe maybe my opinion on the movies deserving the shit is starting to change i'll agree with that because they are very well executed blockbusters yeah i mean they're they're big they're big budget movies but yeah but i mean like some of the things that happen in them pretty pretty cool <laughs> yeah pretty fun cool and you're gonna, and i think you're gonna you're gonna keep thinking of that and like there's some little sequences in ghost protocol that rely a bit heavily on cgi mm-hmm. and in the next couple movies those are like gone it's like all practical it's really impressive that's cool so it's definitely like i'm excited to see how you feel about rogue nation next hell week. yeah well and yeah. uh listeners go ahead and watch it along with us yeah, for serious, seriously, they, uh, they're, there's, uh, they, is that one also on? I found they're on. like all of them are on Amazon Prime or Hulu. I'm yeah. pretty sure. Yeah, I was um, watching them on Amazon. That's great. So next week episode, we're gonna be talking Agents of Shield and Rogue Nation, probably. Yeah, let's just uh, we'll be ta- we'll we'll talk about the first the the next two episodes of Breaking Bad. Sweet. We'll throw out. Uh, I mean, we'll just talk about them briefly next uh, next week because uh, I probably want to focus on Agents of Shield. Yeah, and there, because there's gonna be a lot to talk about. We might make a might be worth doing a bonus episode in Agents of Shield. That might be. We'll have to talk about that as the week progresses. We'll get to we'll, it. For but, sure, we'll, we'll be watching the next two episodes, three and four of Breaking Bad. Uh, what's the next movie? Uh, Mission Impossible: Rogue Nation. Mission Impossible Five, right? Five. Yes. Rogue Nation. Okay, so that's the next movie for next real. week. Agents of Shield. Uh, oh yeah. What else we got? And the rumor mill. Don't ever forget. And the rumor mill. We'll keep Can't churning forget. that out. <laughs> whatever. Whatever the noise will end up being. Oh, oh, we'll make a sample for it. It's like a super gritty synth. <laughs> Either way, uh, this has been episode 42 of Matinee Edition. I'm Jared. Lucas. You know what to do. Have a good fucking day. Instagram, Twitter, go. Oh, yes. <laughs>